Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and I want to welcome you to another Eye Clarity Podcast. Before we get to our question today, I want to make an announcement. I'm offering a course on how to reverse cataracts, and it will start on September 11th. It's going to run for two weeks. So if you've been diagnosed with cataracts and told, well, we'll just watch it ripen, and you want to be more proactive and you want to figure out, well, what can I do to improve lens health and reverse the metabolic waste that's accumulated in my lens, then this course is for you. If you'd like to register, you can go to my website, www.drsamburn.com. You can also uh, register by accessing the link on my Instagram bio, uh, also on Facebook. There's a lot of ways to get in touch with me. You can also email me at hello at drsamburn.com. If you can't make the classes live, they will be video and audio recorded and available 60 days after the last class. We just finished up our class on myopia and astigmatism, which was phenomenal and uh, getting great reviews on that. People are making amazing changes. So I predict the same thing with this cataract course. You know, this is after three decades of, you know, trying different things and figuring out what is needed to improve the mitochondria function in the lens of the eye to reduce cataracts, to empty your recycling bin, so to, so to speak, how diet plays a role in it, eye exercises, blue light, and many other things. So if you're interested, please sign up. I look forward to seeing you. We start September 11th. All right, my question today is from Sally, and she's writing in. She says, I will be having cataract surgery probably in a few weeks. My vision is about minus 12, so she's very nearsighted, and she's concerned about the lens replacement, that it's going to be a really high strength, because she knows when she wears a full-strength myopia prescription, she can get headaches. She does have strong contact lenses, uh, but she thought maybe going down to minus 9 would work better. Uh, Any thoughts, uh, especially for driving and so on. All right, Sally. Well, first off, when you go for your surgical, uh, you know, your surgical examination, actually pre-surgical, they do measure the length of the eyeball and they figure out what's going to be the best prescription that's similar to the one that you have. My first uh, piece of advice would be to make sure you're correcting both eyes for distance because when you correct one eye for distance and one eye for near, you set up a split in the brain and the eyes. And although you will be able to read without glasses, most likely, um, it sets up a split and it's going to interfere with your depth perception, your focus, and it creates a lot of confusion in the brain. So you want to tell your doctor, 
please correct both eyes for distance. And yes, the best approach, especially for people that are nearsighted, would be to have him under correct you. So let's say that, you know, minus 12 connects you, uh, corrects you for 2020. I would probably come down to like a minus 10, a minus 1050. I mean, somewhere between minus nine and minus 11 would work for you. Remember that if you undercorrect yourself too much, then you're probably going to have difficulty driving and you're going to need some lenses, some glasses to wear over the, uh, the, the intraocular lenses so that you can see well enough to drive. So if you undercorrect, you know, 10, 10, 50, 11, then you're probably going to be able to drive just fine. And you're probably going to be able to read just as well. And so the idea would be to be able to um, negotiate this with your eye doctor so that you're slightly undercorrected and you're equal for both eyes. Now, another thing to consider with this is you're better to be undercorrected than overcorrected. So you really want to spell it out with him that you don't want the full correction and share that when you had the full correction, it was actually too strong for you and it gave you headaches. And usually they'll listen to you and they'll say, okay, we're going to reduce the prescription. And, you know, they're, they're totally fine with giving you glasses afterwards if, uh, you know, if you need a little more correction for distance or near. I definitely wouldn't do a bifocal cataract lens. I wouldn't do an astigmatism cataract lens. It doesn't sound like those are issues. But I would find the zone of somewhere between, you know, 9 and 11 and see where, where you fall in that. <clears throat> and there's one other point I want to make, and that is, is that the original lenses that are in our eye have a pigment that can actually block the damaging blue light that comes off the screens. And many of the intraocular lenses that they're putting in the eyes now don't have the blue blocking filter, but they don't tell you that. I mean, they have the ultraviolet protection, but they don't have the blue blocking protection. And the issue comes in when you uh, get the intraocular lenses and there's no blue light protection in the lenses. Inherently, you have a higher risk of developing macular degeneration and other eye diseases because the blue light is damaging to your eye tissue. So what that means is, is that first of all, ask the surgeon if there's a blue blocker in the intraocular lens. And if there's not, then I would make sure you're getting a pair of blue blocking filters that you can wear over your eyes whenever you're doing any screen time. And you can always get some slight magnification if you need to, to protect your eyes against the damaging blue light. I would also make sure you're supplementing with lutein, zeaxanthin, and astaxanthin. These are carotenoids that actually protect the macula from the damaging blue light and ultraviolet light. And I would consider using my 5% MSMI drops after the surgery, once you get the, um, you know, the approval of the surgeon that you're out of danger, that everything is good. The 5% MSM are very supportive if you've had eye surgery once you've come out of the, you know, the post, post-surgical period where, you know, you're still being followed by the doctor. But cataract surgery is a very successful surgery. Uh, it, it works really well. I mean, the success rate is 99.99%. 
boost your immune health with probiotics, reduce your stress, up your vitamin C, make sure you're taking enough fats and oils, you know, get a good eye nutrient vitamin, you know, that's got a broad base of vitamin A, things like bilberry and taurine. My eye vitamin has that. And astaxanthin, that's another very important carotenoid. So I hope that that's helped you. I wish you the very best of luck in your surgery. Well, that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.